What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Welcome to another episode of Dodgers Dugout Live, where we are Clayton Kershaw, Johnny Padres, Bill Buckner days away from opening day. And on today's show, Shohei Otani makes his Dodgers debut, and we have the Dodgers lineup where Otani is going to bat. I think that minus two players, this is going to be the Dodgers opening day lineup. We're going to break down that lineup. We'll also continue to break down yesterday's trade of Manuel Margot and the Dodgers signing of Kike Hernandez. He did an epic troll job on Instagram. We're going to get to that. And also, who will be the Dodgers' fifth starter? Who is going to take that spot while Walker Buehler is recovering from injury. Now, of course, I always ask you guys over on Dodgers Nation, we have our Dodgers Nation, Dodgers Dugout Live poll question of the show. To ask you guys today, who should be the Dodgers' fifth starter while Walker Buehler is out? And 67% of you say Emmett Sheehan, 19% of you say Gavin Stone, 9% say Landon Knack, and 5% say other so, sounds like a lot of you guys want to see Emmett Sheehan. I'm going to make the case for Gavin Stone a little later, but we got all that more here on a jam-packed episode of Dodgers Dugout Live. Also, if you have not yet, we are very close to 85,000 subscribers. And for our latest giveaway, a Yoshinobu Yamamoto jersey, who makes his debut tomorrow, by the way, for the Dodgers. And to win that jersey, all you have to do is do two things. Be subscribed to the channel and comment Yamamania down below. That is all you have to do, and you can be eligible to win. And... That's it. Win a Dodgers jersey. But let's get right into the comment section. By the way, it was really cool meeting tons and tons of you at spring training. Really overwhelming to see all you guys out there rocking with the show. Man, tons of you out there. And it was really cool to talk Dodger baseball. You guys, you guys know your boys in blue. I thought it was really cool. I want to send some shout outs over here. We got Rick. We got Hunter. We got Edgar. We got Suzanne. We got Ricardo. We got Cade. I made some notes of people. I want to give shout outs on the show. Also, I thought it was pretty hilarious the uh, Will Smith interview I did the other day, the Will Smith interview, some of your guys' comments, you guys had me rolling on the comment section with that. We'll get into that a little later. But yeah, Will Smith, he's looking like he's probably ready for a big season. He added some muscle. But yeah, some of these comments were hilarious down there. Mitchell Hopkins says, technology these days is so crazy. I really believe that Will Smith is interviewing himself. We got IB Stroke. It says, nice CGI effect, having DMAC and Will Smith in the same room at the same time. Sean Allen said, two Spider-Men pointing at each other meme. Yeah, this is uh, good times over there. We got brothers, but uh, that was good times. But really the big story today is Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani is making his Dodgers debut. Today is the day for me that it feels real. Yes, you had the signing announcement, which is my favorite Instagram post of all time. My favorite blurry LA logo I've ever seen of all time. You had the press conference where there was as many people there. It felt like a Michael Jordan press conference when he announced his retirement. And then, of course, you have the BPs seen around the world, all the moonshots, all that stuff. But today is the day where it feels like Shohei Otani is truly a Dodger, playing a baseball game in Dodger blue. And this feels like the beginning of what's going to be the most successful next 10 years in the history of this franchise. You're talking about a franchise that has seven World Series titles. You're talking about a franchise that has been in so many different World Series. It made so many runs. They're coming off... 11 straight postseason appearances. But I think the big difference here is we are going to see more commissioners trophies, more World Series titles, and it's going to be thanks 
in large part to Andrew Friedman for the roster that he's put together. But we got some more comments down below. We got DMAX sub homie. What up, David E rocking with us over on YouTube. We got a lot of Yama manias down below the bell Canyon channel. It was great to see DMAC and big Blake together at spring training. Yeah. Good times. We got let's go Dodgers. I'll give you a comment of the show for that. A little let's go Dodgers from let's talk baseball over on YouTube. We got Mr. Classic. I'm honestly more interested in Bobby Miller Dodgers says big three can't wait yeah let's get right into that because the big story this morning is the Dodgers they revealed their lineup today and that lineup includes Shohei Otani and a lot of people were speculating where would Shohei Otani bat in the Dodgers lineup would it be third would it be second well it turns out it is second the Dodgers lineup today you have Mookie Betts at second batting leadoff then Shohei Otani as a designated hitter they're right behind him Freddie Freeman at first and then batting cleanup is will smith followed by max muncie and then batting sixth is teoscar hernandez then right behind him in the seventh spot jason hayward then miguel rojas at short and jose ramos in center so if you look at the dodgers lineup today bets otani freeman smith muncie teoscar hayward rojas ramos minus two of those players rojas and ramos that is going to be the dodgers opening day lineup you subtract those two at the bottom rojas and ramos and you put in james outman who might bat a little higher and then gavin lux batting ninth that is how the dodgers lineup is going to look during opening day and yes the way this team has been constructed there's a lot of people that want to see Shohei Otani batting in the three hole. What I say this whole entire offseason, you have to bat Shohei Otani second. And the reason for that is Shohei has speed. Shohei is someone who had 26 stolen bases a few years ago. Maybe he could be just the sixth player in Major League Baseball history to have a 40-40 season. But most importantly, Shohei has had most of his success batting second in the lineup. If you look at his entire career, batting second, 240 games, 1,050 plate appearances. Shohei has a 1,013 OPS. That's batting in the two-hole. Batting third is an 856 OPS. In 247 games, 1,087 plate appearances. But the big difference with the Dodgers is you have protection, right? You have better talent around him. It's not just Mike Trout. It's Mookie, Freddie. You have Shohei, Smith, Muncie, Teoscar, Outman, Lux, tons of talent up and down this lineup. And if you look at last season, Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts, that Freddie had a 410 on base percentage. Mookie had a 408 on base percentage. That was fifth and sixth in all of Major League Baseball. Otani, he was second with a 412 on base percentage. Now, you look at Freddie Freeman. He's coming off a season where he had 29 home runs, 59 doubles. Freddie Freeman is still one of the very best bat-to-ball hitters, one of the best pure hitters in all of Major League Baseball, but the slug is up. And that's why I think when you look at Otani's speed, you look at what he can do in this lineup from a power standpoint, it made all the sense in the world to bat him in the two-hole. Two, I see people say, oh, I want some more run production. I want some more RBIs from Shohei Otani. Well, guess what? With Gavin Lux batting there ninth and turning over the lineup, it's going to be like he is batting third during certain innings, right? Because he's going to have the opportunity to drive in runs. And what makes this lineup potentially one of the very best, most explosive lineups in the history of Major League Baseball is the fact that you are going to have tons of ducks on the pond, right? Tons of opportunities. Well, guess what? 
Shohei is not going to be used to this, right? He is going to be like a kid in the candy store with all these runners on base so he can drive home. Because if you look at last season, last two years, last two years, Otani, he was at the plate with runners in scoring position just a little over 40% of the time. That was 256th out of 318 hitters in all of Major League Baseball that had a minimum of 500 plate appearances. You look at the big league average, it's 43%. So Otani for the Angels was at the plate with runners on base at a below average rate, a little over 40% of the time when the big league average is around 43% of the time. Now you look at the Dodgers, right? Of those 318 hitters that have made 500 plate appearances that had runners on base, only one of those hitters had runners on base at over 50% of the time. You know who it was? It was Will Smith for the Dodgers, who was at the plate 318 times of that at a over 51% clip. So you're going to see tons of opportunities. And really, this is about putting the Dodgers in the best position to get Otani the most at bats, to utilize his speed, and just know that he has had the most success batting second. And like I said, Shohei has not gotten the pitches to hit that he's going to get with the Dodgers. And you see some of Otani's heat maps and a fastball up and in slugging seven over 1700 on that lots of red. But if you look at kind of the blue areas where if you want to say he struggles, right? It's really spotting the pimple on a model, right? If you want to say anywhere where he struggles, it's chasing at pitches low and away, chasing at pitches down and in chasing at pitches up and away. I think you're going to see with Shohei, I think that he is going to increase his walk rate. I think he's going to minimize his chase rate because he's going to see more pitches in the zone. He's not going to have to offer at pitches because he knows that, okay, I got a bunch of Mendoza line hitters around me, right? I am the Bugatti at the trailer park meme. That's not the case. You got a lot of exotic cars. You got the Ferraris, the Bugattis, the Lambos. You got all kinds of great stuff on the Dodgers. And you look at that chase rate last season. He was in the 40th percentile. He was actually below average when it comes to chase rate. The whiff rate, he was in the 12th percentile. Very below average, right? And you look at the strikeout rate in the 35th percentile. So well below league average. So the rest of everything else, he's in the 99th percentile, 96th percentile, and all the hard contact, barrel percentage, hard hit percentage, all that stuff. But I think that Otani has another level that he can get to because he's going to see more pitches in the zone because of the talent that surrounds him. So look, I think a 40, 40 season is in the cards for Shohei Otani. I think a 50 plus home run season is in the cards for Shohei Otani. I still think that even as a designated hitter, even as a designated hitter, there's a chance that Shohei Otani could still win the MVP because he could do something special. He could find a way to impact the game at such a level that look, what he does as a hitter, change the game. And I talked to an insider while I was at Camelback Ranch and what they told me about Shohei Otani was he really really loves to pitch, but he really 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 loves to hit, okay? So, I think this year being able to focus just on hitting and being able to know that that's how he's going to have an impact, you're going to see him do just that. But let's dump let's drive let's dive right into the comments here. We got Let's Talk Baseball. Love to see Shohei in the second spot. Do you think they move around Muncie Smith and Teo around during the season? So, Great comment right there. And I asked Dave Roberts, I said, hey, Teoscar Hernandez, he's had a lot of success batting cleanup. Last year, you had the home road splits outside of Seattle. They were 
one of the reasons why Teoscar wasn't able to have the success that we've seen him have throughout his career. And he was a little reluctant to give him that cleanup spot. He said that, look, I'm going to say he's going to be in the middle of the order. So I think those three hitters that you mentioned are going to be guys that could possibly be shuffled. We know the top three that's etched in stone. That's written in Sharpie. The rest of those guys, they're penciled in at the four, five, and six, but I would not be surprised to see Teoscar bat fourth. I would not be surprised to see Max Muncy get some spots in the cleanup spot, but I think that Will Smith and the year that he's going to have batting and cleanup, look, it would be nice to have some continuity. It would be nice to have some cohesion there in the top of the line. Then we got Geshmake over on YouTube says, Otani is going to have a monster season batting second on this team. This is going to be one hell of a show this season. Yeah, like I say, the Dodgers take center stage in Los Angeles, okay? The Lakers, they're great. LeBron, kind of the tail end of his career. That team's very middle of the pack, fighting for a playing spot. The Dodgers are the hottest ticket in Los Angeles. People are going to be in town for two days and whoever they're staying with is going to ask them, Hey, what do you want to do this weekend? They're going to say, Oh, I want to go see the Dodgers. Cause I want to go back and brag to everyone that I saw Shohei Otani. It's going to be like people saying they saw Babe Ruth one day. That's how special of a town he is. And I agree with you that it's going to be a monster year, but DKM says, Hey, DMAC, Right hook, left hook, uppercut, start of the line. Yeah. I love that one right there. I mean, you have so many ways to, beat the opposing team and Mookie is someone gets on base at a high clip. Freddie is someone gets on base at a high clip. Both those guys that can slug. And yesterday I heard a very interesting stat from my friend, Mr. Tim Neverett, who's one of the Dodgers broadcasters. He along with rig Monday, and they brought up a very mind blowing stat, a very mind blowing stat where there's been over 351,000, 351,000 games played in major league baseball history. Of those over 351,000 games, only 12 times in the history of the sport have you had MVPs batting one, two, and three in the lineup. Now, they're going to shatter that record, right? Because you didn't see us for years now, right? But I think you can take that a step further. You can take that a step further. And I'll give you some numbers right here because I'm here to tell you that there is a world that what we see with Mookie, Freddie, and Otani, we'll never see again in the history of the sport. They could go down as the best one, two, three punch in the history of Major League Baseball. If you look at last season, Mookie ranked fourth in weighted runs created plus, a 167. Freeman, 163. Otani, a 180 weighted runs created plus. If you look at OPS plus, just 19 teams. Just 19 teams in Major League Baseball history have had three players with a 150 OPS plus or better with at least 400 plate appearances. Only 19 teams. But I could take that a step further. In the history of the game, only five, only five times have we had players, one, two, three in a lineup with a OPS plus of 150, 160 or better. So only five times. It's only happened three times in the last 100 years. The 29 Yankees with Ruth, Gary, and Tony Lazari. 63 Giants with Willie McCovey, Orlando Cepeda, Willie Mays. And then the 2000 Giants were the last team to do it with Bonds, Kent, and who could forget, Ellis Burke. So we're talking about teams with Babe Ruth. We're talking about lineups with Willie Mays. We're talking about lineups with Barry Bonds. That is the territory that we have reached. The Dodgers 1-2-3 has final boss energy, right? That's what they have. That's how they're going to be presented to opposing teams. And like I said, only five times 
in Major League history has a lineup had a 1-2-3 with a 160 OPS plus or more. And OPS plus, of course, you're talking about 60% above league average. And to take it a step further, there were seven players last year in Major League Baseball that had at least a six offensive war. There were seven in the entire sport. You had Acuna, you had Olsen, you had Seager, you had Soto, you had Betts, Freeman, Otani. Three of the seven, almost half, are batting at the top of the lineup. Just think about that for a second, okay? I mean, in the history of Major League Baseball, we've seen three teammates on the same team post a six or better offensive war just nine times. 2007, A-Rod, Jeter, Posada. 04, Cardinals, Pujols, Edmonds, and Roland. 02, Yankees, Jambi, Bernie Williams, and Alfonso Soriano. 96, 97, Mariners with Griffey, Edgar Martinez, and A-Rod. 63 Giants that we've talked about. 42 Yankees, 19, 29 Yankees, 27 Yankees with Combs, Gary, and Babe Bruce. So really, all this is just to say that this has the potential to be once in a sport, once in a lifetime. So let's soak it all up because the Dodgers, they have the best one, two, three, not just in baseball, but possibly the best one, two, three of all time. And like I said, batting Otani second made all the sense in the world. Freddie and Mookie protecting Otani. Just let that roll around in your brains a little bit. You have two of the best players, two MVPs, two perennial MVP candidates are Otani's protection. And they're also very durable players, players that have posted. So I think that uh, Dodgers are going to score tons and tons of runs. I think it's going to lead for more pitches in the zone and more pitches in the zone is going to be more production. But let me know down below in the comment section. What are your thoughts on Shohei Otani batting second in the Dodgers lineup? Do you like it? Do you love it? Me? I think it's fantastic. I think it's absolutely where it needs to be. You've heard me say this on the show for months now. We got Luis Serrano. Yo, anyone know how do I watch the Dodgers spring training game today? The MLB app doesn't say it's free today. Need to see Shohei. Wow. Well, Luis, I'm going to try to get on that because you got to see your Otani. I'm surprised that ESPN did the first two games. They should have pivoted and came right back out because that's going to be must-see TV. We got um, Kike needs a platoon at third base with Muncie. We're going to talk about Kike in the next segment. AJ Alexander, I like Showtime batting second. Freddie Freeman can protect him. Absolutely smash that like button for DMAC. Yeah, absolutely, Diane Schroeder. Appreciate you. Always rock with us. The very godmother of the Dodgers Nation live streams. But uh, yeah, I guess I see people talking about how good the Dodgers have been this spring training. Yeah. Can you imagine after all this, we're going to look back and the only blemish on the Dodgers 2024 season is going to be that tie to the angels during spring training. I'm calling right now. 192 0 in one undefeated as far as wins in spring training, 162 and 0, 11 and 0 in the postseason. Of course, I'm just going nuts today because it's Otani day. Okay. It's Otani day in Dodger blue, but uh, let's go down below in the comment section. Will Kike get a hundred at bats? Even absolutely. I mean, he'll get a lot more than that. Barring injury, Geshmek, Otani batting second is the best place for him. Let's roll down here below in the comments section. Otani alone will not win the World Series. I don't care if he hits 100 home runs. That's from Mr. Classic. Yeah, where do we have evidence of that? Well, Otani on the Angels. They didn't even make the postseason. They were finished with a winning record. Okay, so yes, we have proof of concept that that does not work. And I think for Otani, he's surrounded by talent. And baseball is a game where 
It's not like you can be Patrick Mahomes in football where you touch the ball on every offensive possession or LeBron James in basketball or Jokic in basketball where you can have the ball in your hands. But those four or five opportunities that he does get, he's going to have a massive impact because he gets protection from Mookie and Freddie. Also, the lineup around him is going to be ferocious. But yeah, I mean, pitching is major is a major plays a major role in this as well so yeah I think just kind of talking to some of the players too if you want some of my Otani takeaways just from being up close and personal in the clubhouse next to him is I talked to all-stars that are in that Dodgers clubhouse I talked to veterans in that clubhouse and when I bring up Otani they'll look over at him and they'll literally tell me it doesn't feel real it still doesn't feel real and these are big leaguers these are guys that have reached the top of their profession. And I think that what really stands out to me is Otani could be someone that doesn't even need to say a word to his teammates and he'd be worth $700 million. But I asked Dave Roberts, I said, Hey Dave, look outside of just the moonshots, the, how he's looked in live BP, how has he been around his play, around his teammates? Is he one of the guys? And he told me that Shohei has been next level when it comes to engaging with his teammates. Doc told me that someone told him that they had never seen Shohei laugh or smile this month. And I think that, to me, is my big takeaway. I kind of expected to see Shohei working out and him being like... Ivan Drago in Rocky four, right? Just like a robotic type guy. Just work, 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 work. No, this guy works, but there's a smile on his face, right? There's laughter. He's talking to his teammates. He's talking to Ipe. He's talking to the coaches. He's hugging the coaches. Like this guy is, he, he brings everyone together. He's a uniter. And I think that he, they're united in the sense that, okay, let's work. Let's have fun. I mean, you saw him supporting his teammates at the, chicken wing eating contest, all those things. So also too, I'll tell you this. If you look at Otani's clubhouse spot, if you look at his locker, there's something taped up on his locker. And I'm like, what is this? You look closely. And it was the message that Miguel Rojas had written him when he gave him a bottle of wine. Otani taped that up in his locker. And then you saw the little clip he did with Teoscar Hernandez, the fanaticos, all that stuff. Hey, I'm telling you, man, just soak it all in, guys. This is, I'm telling you, this is going to be the most exciting and memorable next 10 years in Dodgers franchise history. The good times are rolling. We got It's a Valid Question. Gary A. Otani will have 87 home runs this season. That's a fire take. Fire take. Fire take. We got the Sports in LA is how to watch today. Got to pay to see O play Joe 3033. Yeah, the good thing about Sportsnet now is that you can actually watch through the app. So I think they do have like a streaming service. If you want, Gary will give you his Spectrum login info. Gary, what's your Spectrum login info and password? It's gogetfreedodgers.com, guys. So definitely log into that. Of course, I'm just playing. Don't try that. But Adam A, or maybe they will still choke. Okay. We got Yamania. Let's go Dodgers. Look, to say they will choke this and that, look, Go look at Fangraph's projections. Fangraph's projections has the Dodgers with a 16, 17% chance to win the World Series. Baseball is the hardest sport to, the hardest sport to predict when it comes to winning the Fall Classic. But that is, oh, we got this. Justin Lamas, stop disrespecting Hollywood lifestyle. Otani had Hollywood to protect him in Anaheim. Look. Of course you're talking about Anthony Rendon who has missed significant time. He has missed Played, hasn't even played in over 40% of the games. Like I always say about Anthony Rendon, look, some players hate baseballs 
like Otani because of how hard he hits them. Some players hate baseball, like Anthony Rendon, okay? This is a job for him. He's the guy who's just looking at his clock the entire time he's at work. You ever play that game? It's like the Chris Rock bit where he's talking about you play that game where you see how long you can go without looking at your watch, and you think it's been hours. You look at it, you're like, damn, it's been 10 minutes, right? That's Anthony Rendon on the Angels, okay? He wants to shorten baseball games. Angels fans want to shorten his contract because he's been a bust in Anaheim. But we got uh, Let's Talk Baseball, best spring training game incoming. Shohei goes yard. Miller throws an immaculate inning, and Kike catches. That would be incredible. That's an absolute fire take right there. Let's start the Let's Kike catch campaign. And you know what? That's a good segue to our next topic because coming up next, we have why the Dodgers traded Manuel Margot it has been revealed by their general manager, Brandon Gomes, and why it made all the sense in the world. That's coming up next here on Dodgers Dugout Live. What up, Dodgers Nation? D-Mag here. I'm here to remind you that if you have not yet, be sure to subscribe to the number one Dodgers YouTube channel for all latest Dodgers news, rumors, hype videos, interviews, breakdowns, live streams, and more all year long. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. And if you really want to help the channel out, smash that like button. Also, you will not be eligible for any of our giveaways unless you are subscribed to the channel. So all you need to do to be eligible for all of our giveaways is just make sure that you are subscribed. We just gave away a brand new authentic Mookie Betts jersey valued at over $350. And we got tons of giveaways coming this offseason. So be sure to be subscribed so you are eligible to win. And as always, think blue, bleed blue, and please subscribe. And welcome back to Dodgers Dugout Live here on Otani Day. Hey, good luck getting work done, okay? You got Dodgers Dugout Live. You got the spring training game. We might go live after the game, okay? So, look, I mean, just, like, if you need us to write your letter, Gary Lee will sign it and give it to your bosses, and that's why you can get out of work. Because, look, this should be, kids should not be in school today is all I'm saying. This should be a national, international holiday. Shohei Otani is making his Dodger day blue, debut. Day blue. Day blue actually kind of works. But, Coming up here in our next segment, we're going to continue to break down that Kike Hernandez trade because after the video dropped, we found out that it's essentially a cash neutral deal, right? It's a cash neutral deal because of what the Dodgers are paying for Margot in the contract. So basically that 4 million you give to Kike Hernandez and he has that as a one year deal for the Dodgers. And just kind of having a day to process it, kind of sleeping on it. I think that this is one of those moves where you look back and of course it's about Otani. It's about Yamamoto. I mean, at 4 million though, Kike is getting paid twice as much as Otani this year, by the way, how could Kike? I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but I mean, I think you can look back and say, look, if Kike gets a hit in October during a game that you just needed him to, like we saw him do against AJ Minter, in the 2020 NLCS where, look, the Dodgers had no answer. No answer against Minter. He comes off the bench cold with two strikes and is able to leave the yard and tie that game. That is what led to Bellinger hitting that game-winning home run. Okay, you can make a case that Kike's home run against the Braves is a top 10 to 20 home run in Dodgers franchise history because without that home run, they're probably looking at a World Series drought still. Okay, that is how important that bomb was, and I think that epitomizes him as a player. When he gets called on, when he gets the opportunity, he's someone you can trust that the moment's not going to be too big for him. I mean, this is someone who has fun with everything. I mean, I woke up yesterday and I went on the X and 
everyone's freaking out because of what he posted, right? He went on his Instagram story. It was a picture, and it said, Dear LA, it looks like he's priming himself up for a goodbye post. And then what happens hours after that? You trade Margot, then you sign Kike, and he goes to Instagram, and he posts, Psych! He does the Kike. How do you do that Kike face? I can't do it. That Kike face, I don't know. Some people don't like it. I think it's freaking hilarious, right? But, Yeah. Having him back, elite trolling, elite troll mode activated by Kike Hernandez there. But I do think that just it's a very small thing, but I think it says a lot about who he is as a player and as a person. Look, he could have got more money than what the Dodgers paid him, okay? The Giants, the Angels, the Padres, the Twins possibly. He could have got more money. And he was interviewed by AM570's Dave Vassay last night on Dodger Talk, and he told DV that, look, he had a conversation with the Dodgers and he basically made it known that look, I have to make my decision on Monday. I have to either turn the page or figure some things out. And I think at that point, the Dodgers said, you know what? Let's find a way to make this happen. I don't think that the Dodgers kind of had this hundred percent in their plans the entire time. But I think that as the off season went along, they always were considering it. And I think that he was too much to pass too much to pass up the opportunity to have him back. And we broke down why I thought it was a great move yesterday, but look, you look at the fact that he did have double hernia surgery in October and he was dealing with some issues last season, the arthritis and all those things that he was the sports hernia. I mean, that was impacting him as a player, not just as a defender where he graded out very poorly at the shortstop position when he was forced to play a role as the everyday shortstop, because you had Trevor's story recovering from injury, but also as a hitter. And you saw his success that he had with the Dodgers and the fact that, look, the same amount of extra base hit 17 and far less plate appearances in games with the Dodgers than he did with the Red Sox. So the slug was better. He was still a below average hitter at 95 OPS plus, but it was a drastic improvement from the 62 OPS plus that he had with the Boston Red Sox. So what you want out of Kike Hernandez is someone that, is an average to a just slightly above average bat during the regular season as a whole, but then someone who takes it up a notch in the postseason. And Dave Roberts was asked about the Dodgers signing Kike, and he said that Kike is primarily going to play against left-handed pitching, and he's going to play center field, some shortstop, some third base, and those are the spots where he could fill in. And then Brandon Gomes, Brandon Gomes said this about the trade and the signing. He said, Manny still fit really well. Kike, we just felt fit a little bit better. Plus we know what he brings come postseason time, hopefully in the clubhouse, all those things. So that's Brandon Gomes, someone who doesn't say very much. who doesn't really give you a peek behind the curtain that often. And he tells you that they just liked him a little more. They didn't say a lot more, but a little more, right? And what is that little more? Well, he mentioned at the end, of course, there's what he does in the clubhouse. He brings levity, the banana suit, the twerking. I mean, I saw people out there saying, oh, I can't wait to see Kike Hernandez in the see-through new Dodgers pants. Okay, wife, chill, right? But there's all that side. But at the end of the day, that's not enough to bring someone in. Just your intangibles aren't enough for a team like the Dodgers to sign you what really pushed over the top was that versatility that we talked about yesterday. The positional versatility is the biggest thing. You can platoon him with James Outman if you need to in center field. And the outfield is his best spot defensively at this point. So you can platoon him with James Outman in center field. You can also use him 
as a late game substitution, right? For Max Muncie, for even Gavin Lux. And it's just that overall versatility that really push it over the top. And I think you're going to see that. I think that's what you're going to see. You can use him as that late game sub for Lux and Rojas. If Hayward or Outman gets pinch hit for, Kike Hernandez comes off the bench, give you some pop. And then here's another one too. Another example that we could see another scenario. Let's say you pinch hit for Jason Hayward late in the game. Then you can move Mookie Betts to right field where he's a six time gold glove award winner. And then you can put Kike Hernandez in the infield. Then you also have Chris Taylor. So it's that buzzword around the Dodgers, the optionality, right? They love using this optionality word. And this is someone who has played all three outfield spots, all four infield spots. And my man even pitched. Okay. Like I said yesterday, the Dodgers have the best two way player in baseball and Shohei Otani. Okay. So the fact that he's back, it's a cash neutral deal. The Dodgers are just saying, we like Kike more than we like Manuel Margot. And two, if you look at some of the peripherals, some of the under the hood metrics of Manuel Margot, he really doesn't fit what the Dodgers are after as far as his approach at the plate. Not a lot of power, doesn't take a lot of walks, just not a very Dodger like hitter. And I actually interviewed Manuel Margot and didn't drop that yet. So that might be a deep cut. I'll just drop anyway, but he was excited to be a Dodger. But I, when I was talking to Manuel Margot and asking him about his role on this team, it was a lot of cliches, things you would expect from a, a new player, but it didn't feel like there was a lot of communication there between him and the Dodgers, as far as his role for this team. I mean, he was probably going to back up James Outman and, at full strength, he definitely has the ability to be, at the very least, a similar level defender as Kike Hernandez, if not better. But what he doesn't do is he doesn't bring you that positional versatility in the infield. He doesn't give you that ability to play third, short, second, even first. I mean, Kike played one game at first last year when Freddie Freeman took the day off, a rare day off for him. And look, he also can mash against lefties. The splits were a little reversed last year for the OPS, but in his career, a 115 weighted runs, a 115 weighted runs created plus versus Southpaw. So he still has that ability as well. Made all the sense at the world in the world to bring him back. And I just love the fact that he's back in Dodger blue. And you look at something too, in this off season, here's one thing I want to say. This Dodgers organization, they do consider the fans. I truly believe they do consider the fans when it comes to roster build, roster construction. I've talked to someone within the organization and asked them, oh, do you consider this? Do you consider that? Do you consider this? You know what they told me? I said, we consider everything. Okay, we consider every single thing. And that definitely tracks. Just look at this offseason. You brought back Joe Kelly, right? You think that if Joe Kelly doesn't have that strong connection with the Dodgers fans, with this community, with being JK 17 fight club and everything that he brings, do you think that he's back in Dodger blue, right? Clayton Kershaw is the obvious one that goes without saying, but even a Kike Hernandez, right? All the fans want a Kike back. And I'm not saying it's why they brought him back, but I guarantee it's under consideration, but let's dive into the comment section here. What are your thoughts on Kike Hernandez? You think he's going to be bad, average, good, great in his role? I think he's going to be average to good. And I think that that makes it a valuable contract. One that definitely helps this team. And like I said, I would not be shocked if Kike has a hit that flips this series because this is baseball. You don't steam your role. You don't steamroll your way to a championship. That's just not how this works, but let's go down below in the comments section. See what you guys have to say. Dodgers nation. 
You got those warm and fuzzy Kike feelings. Can't wait. We got Hulu has the show. Okay, we got, we're talking about Hulu. What are we doing here? Love you, D-Mac. Love you back, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> it appears Otani wants to immerse himself in the Dodgers culture and is enjoying the process. Randy Davis, yeah, because he knows this is home, right? He knows this is where he's going to spend his next 10 years. Wiz Sopper, have you been to a game in Japan? Could we adopt their seventh inning stretch with the balloons they release? The beer backpack vendors walk up chance for each player. That would be really cool. I doubt you would see that though, but I have seen that. 120 out of 162. Okay, we got uh, some score predictions. The, what is your home run prediction for Otani though? What is your home run prediction? Doug, face on his fire take if it is a little creepy. I actually absolutely agree with that. And just, I mean, come on. I mean, that is, that's, that's in Padres fans' nightmares. I mean, come on now. We get uh, Kike is home. That's what he. That's what he said after the trade last year. He said that he's home. So Kike for four million dollars. Check. Yeah, heck yes. That's from Mister Classic. Margot Margot without paying his full salary. Heck yes, Mister Classic. Yeah, they were not going to pick up that mutual option after this season. He was going to be a one year player. And I think it's funny because he basically hits into a couple of double plays, and the Dodgers are like, "Get me Mister Kike Hernandez. Bring back the banana." But I will say, Emmanuel Margot. Hey, look at the bright side. At least your career lasted longer than Andrew Heaney's first stint with the Dodgers where he was here for four hours. Okay. So feel good about that. Margot, by the way, honestly, he sacrificed Margot sacrificed. So we get Kike Margot gets a ring when the Dodgers win the world series. Margot gets a ring. He can stand right in between Mookie and Freddie and Otani, all those guys. Margot gets a ring. Okay. I got people saying he looks like 50 cent. What's up with that? We got the great smile, one-eyed dragon. You got to love Kike from Diane Schroeder. He's going to be lit at the parade from Gary A. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine Kike Hernandez at the parade? That would be insane. A lot of twerking, a lot of banana suits, hopefully. Love blue from one dragon. We got a $5 super chat. Appreciate you for this one. Dodger, That's a dog. You can get the Dodge dog today. How about that? We got Ivy Strogan's Soul Food Fund. Yeah, I'm excited for, yeah, like I said, guys, I'm not going to Korea. We are going to Korea, guys. We are going to be covering the Dodgers series in Seoul, their opening series against the San Diego Padres. And we're going to do vlogging. We're doing live streams. We're going to be giving you player interviews. Anything we got, it's going to be here at Dodgers Nation, so should be sure to subscribe. Akira LED, I'm watching you from Japan, local time, 3.30 a.m. Awesome. Good morning, Japan. Good morning, Dodgers Nation. Teresa Gates, I love you, D-Mac. Love you, K back there. We got Rod Wilson, Kiki, do you love me? I see that. I had I, When you put the music emoji in there, that's what forced me to do it that way. We got love, what a one dragon. We got uh, Brandon is lying from Mr. Classic. Hey, you know, you, know, you can uh, do GM speak right there. We got uh, some more chats down below boy did i walk in at a bad time why are we talking about kike's see-through pants give yourself a bruh dmac i deserve bruh. that bruh. and it wasn't me it was people i saw online okay i don't see that look okay we got people talking about Margot. i'm not saying Margot's a bad player Margot wasn't fully healthy at impact his defense he had pretty extreme home road splits from playing at home at tropicana field versus outside of that there is a universe where he could have been a competent player in his role. I'm not saying he's manual mid go or anything like that. That's not what I'm here to say. He's someone that just didn't fit what the Dodgers need though, as far as better than Kike Hernandez. How many players have the Dodgers gotten this off season? Because the Dodgers players, they want to be here. It says a lot about this franchise. Joe Kelly could have gone anywhere. Wanted to be here. Max Muncy even gave them a hometown discount. Clayton Kershaw could have gone with the Rangers, right? Kike Hernandez is back on a, a very team-friendly contract. 
Even Tyler Glass now wanting to be here, signing that extension. He could have just gone through that whole year if he wanted. I don't think the Dodgers would have pulled the trigger without an extension, but he's someone that could have hit for agency and gotten more money on a bigger deal if you put together the season that he's capable of. So players want to be here, and yes, they're spending over $300 million, but they have built a culture and environment that superstar players are attracted to, and not just superstars, but players on the margins and they're okay with their roles because they want to win big here. We got the uh, Korean short ribs. That's from IB stroking. That sounds like fire. By the way, we got, uh, hopefully we see Hyunjin Ryu in the mix. That'd be cool if he was there. AJ Alexander Margot is a contact hitter with not much power. Kike has more pop than Margot and he's more versatile than Margot. Absolutely. AJ, you said it best right there. More contact, less pop. But if you want the dub, you got slug, right? And that's what, Kike brings, but the Freeman 61 doubles from one eyed dragon. So we got, uh, he was our best closer Outman 30, 30 season from one eyed dragon. Who is the closer? Look, Dave Roberts said that Evan Phillips is probably gonna get a brunt of the closing opportunities. I think that's where it stands right now that are the Dodgers done. Most likely Kenley Jansen is still a Red Sox and with the Dodgers showing that they're willing to get the band back together with certain players. Who knows? Maybe they would do that. But from a roster crunch standpoint, I think they're fine where they are with their 26 players, but I'm down for Kike closing for us. That's from Mookie. Yeah, absolutely. If you got to give him at least a, a 10 run. Oh, here we go. I practice Christianity. That's a day one. They're not Christian. You guys know that. Uh, Kike brings a dance to the clubhouse. We love Kike, but I hope Justin Turner returns as well. Robert, that's not going to work. That's not going to happen because JT, someone who's better first baseman is a third baseman. And he's someone who's primarily going to be a designated hitter. The Dodgers have some guy by the name of Shohei Otani who is going to be their full-time DH this year. Kike is premium insurance. That's from Joel Rodriguez. Yeah, he's got that super-duper low deductible. He's a very good Band-Aid player. I think Kike will be Kike. He is a winner. Diane Schroeder, absolutely. Craig Osterberg, above average, better in clutch situations. Kike dance for $4 million is worth it. Mr. Classic, the Kike dance, the banana suit. I, what does he have in store this year? I mean, he just happened to be back. Is Kike still in Ridge Hills home? That's from Ray Soto. Greatest team of all time. Steven, hey, a lot has to happen for that to happen. But hey, who knows? This team has the potential to be. The big questions are on the pitching side, and we're going to talk about that on tomorrow's show. Who's going to take that fifth roster spot between Gavin Stone, Emmett Sheehan, could land in that get an opportunity. Doc said it's all performance space, but a couple more comments, guys, and we will head out. We got Antoinette James, 50 home runs. I like that. that even number, 50 home runs. He'll be the Dodgers' new all-time single-season home run leader, passing Mr. Sean Green. We got Otani, triple crown, one-eyed dragon, dying shooter. I think 120 wins is not out of the question for this group. That would almost scare me. The 120 wins would almost scare me because we know the 2001 Mariners they went 116. They weren't even able to get to the championship series. Like I just want to win the division, get home field and get hot at the right time. But Hey, 120 wins would be nice, but I'm more concerned about the 11 wins in October, 60 home runs from two B. We got Mookie 50 plus home runs. We got Sirima. What role do you think Kirsch will play in the playoffs? We'll talk about that tomorrow for sure. I think it depends on his health though. Let's see how he looks when he gets back, but would not be shocked if he's healthy, he's still effective. He finds a way to have a role for this team just because of the kind of player he is. 162 and 0. Why are you guys talking about 162? You guys are lowballing. It's 192. 192, 0 and 1. Okay? That's the vision here. 
spring training undefeated, regular season, and the postseason. Of course, I'm only playing, but that's going to do it for this episode of Dodgers. Doug, I actually got a super chat here. You know, I got to get those super chats. I'm not going for 10 hours to give me super chats. Boy, did 499, by the way. Boy, did I walk in. Okay, I already read that one, so I'm good. Uh, think we are we think we're good to go guys that is going to do a gavin stone for the lead for that spot david e we'll talk about that tomorrow because i talked to gavin stone and this is someone who wants that role this is someone who's very confident we're going to talk about that on tomorrow's episode of dodgers dugout live but that is going to do it be sure to smash that like button on the way out drop your comments i want all your takes on shohei otani do you like where he's at in the two hole how many home runs do you think he's going to have this season what are your thoughts on the Kike trade, now that we know it's cash neutral. Let me know down below. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't yet, do yourself a favor. Do my, do me a favor. Subscribe to the number one Dodgers YouTube channel so you can win prizes and giveaways. Definitely do that. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like button. And remember, nothing brings us together quite like Dodger baseball. Until next time, think blue, believe